Welcome back, everybody. It's a virtual episode of All Over the Place. I'm Pat McGann, and I'm here with Jim Flanagan. Jim, Patrick, how are you, buddy? I'm great. I know that you've been busy with the week of palindromes, the numbers going forward and backwards, the dates. It must have been occupying you and keeping your number-based mind at a dizzying pace. It has been a pretty good, uh, we're on day seven of nine currently. This is probably the longest stretch that uh, we're ever going to see quite like this, at least tied for it. So hope everyone realizes that we're in the middle of a very, very special event in the world. No one cares. How long will we have to live to experience this excitement again? I mean, technically it probably happened last year, but um, I don't know what it'll happen again until 31. No, that's not going to work either because there's no 13. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see anything like this unless it's like um, maybe for a day. We're going to get like February 2nd, 22, but we're not going to get anything like this for another 100 years, Patrick. Well, this is a real Halley's Comet-esque event. I know that we are breaking some very interesting news. Maybe we should have given the Brims more of a heads up. We didn't even go over Hanukkah last week. We have to say happy Hanukkah to our Jewish listeners. We have a listener in Israel. I mean... Happy Hanukkah to, to all. Hanukkah was early, early this, this year. year. Almost didn't even know it was happening. I didn't know it was happening for a little while there. I mean, are the Christians able, would they be able to roll with Christmas floating around like that? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they would be and very upset about it. Yeah. Ramadan's got on a different calendar as well. I feel like we're the only ones who just believe this one. We're like, nah, we're, we're just going to stick with this. No, his birthday is his birthday. But also, there are holidays that are longer. Ours is just a specific day. Theirs move around like that game on the Price is Right with the yodeler. Like, the way they move around through the year, and it's a bunch of them. You know what I'm talking about? You got to stay in a range? Yes. Ramadan and Hanukkah have, like, ranges. Yep, they're on Mountain Climber. We're just stuck to a day. That's, what's, that's the difference. Well, I hope it was a wonderful Hanukkah for all of our listeners celebrating it the menorah is a palindrome in my mind it is the same forward as it is backwards is it not i'm not sure no it is it's very symmetrical well done it's a palindrome but um we're virtual we don't love it but we're traveling all over the place as as we just are right that's not a plug jim that's a fact i spent yesterday on, i spent yesterday on a bunch of turnpikes which i wanted to oh, talk I about a turnpike we was driving around. We were in Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh was where it all started. Uh, Pittsburgh, great city, by the way. Big fan. Yeah. Beautiful. Hilly. Has a great feel. Good vibe. It's like Midwest smashes into East Coast. I've been there once, really. Spent a little bit of time there. Uh, the waterfront, maybe? Is that what they call that area? Um, I don't know. I don't know where you were, Jim. Okay. <laughs> the waterfront. <laughs> There's three. It was like in front of some water. There's but three I really rivers. Think that's what they call it, like a neighborhood. Yeah. There's a, a bunch point. of rivers and bridges. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was beautiful. But I really think the area was called the waterfront. I understand that most of it is waterfront. It was. Um, Where are you now? I am in Rockwall, Texas. So maybe that's why I'm so bad at understanding where places are. I just go to places who are named after the thing they're known for. Rockwall, Texas. And what part of uh, Texas is that? Rockwall is just outside of Dallas. 
and um, it's a little town here that I used to have a TV show named after. And then um, it is kind of like a man-made harbor. I learned that today. It's a, it's a beautiful little harbor area on a lake here uh, named after probably the guy who who made it or someone locally famous. It's Lake Ray Hubbard. Lake Ray Hubbard? <laughs> Absolutely. Lake Ray Hubbard. Named after the whole guy there? Let's name, <laughs> let's name this after Ray Hubbard. Okay, how about Ray Lake <laughs> or Hubbard Lake? No, no, no. The whole guy. Lake Ray Hubbard. <laughs> Does the lake have like a, a mustache picture in like a, a dude? <laughs> Do you think that uh, L. Ron Hubbard's first name was really Lake? Do you think Lake Ron Hubbard and Lake Ray Hubbard are brothers? <laughs> dude, this could be a whole Scientology thing. This, you, where are you staying right now? We might never see you again. Are you being <laughs> the Spring um, Hill Sweet? What's the um, what's the process of the Scientology when they they go through the the phases? The charges or the uh i don't even know the name for them it's auditing are you oh, okay. are you going through your auditing course right now are there your, no, dian your dianetics <laughs> there's a phase of scientology i'm seeing here it's called wall of fire if you can get through that <laughs> you're in really you're in the wall of fire is phase. wall of is wall of rocks phase right before that <laughs> i love that the last phase is truth revealed like you really got to hang in there. Like, listen, I know you're only at level three. This Scientology looks like a video game. You're only at level three. You're going through the, the firestorm right now. And once you swing from the vines over the pits, then you're going to learn the truth. You're almost there. You just can't talk to your family. Yeah, you can bring Katie Holmes. Does Scientology have a holiday? Do they have a Christmas? Do they have like a I'm festival of lights? No, I, I mean, I'm sure they have something right. And, and it, they've got to be, there's got to be a day they all sit around and read Dianetics together as a team. They must. You think it would suck? You think it'd be like Jehovah's Witnesses where they just, they're not allowed to have any fun? I don't know. That thing is like, I, I don't even want to entertain the, the thoughts of it. It seems very scary to me, but it's something to consider. I really think that one day we're going to find out that there are a lot more people in Hollywood. You know what I mean? Like just, just a lot more people involved in, in Scientology. No, come on. No, don't start any conspiracies on the straight dope podcast. <laughs> they are nothing. We know everything okay. we need to know about them. They're on their way out. All right. No, are they? Is it getting smaller? Next week, join us for a very special episode with Tom Cruise, <laughs> Leah Rahimi. What's her name? Leah, the one that Leah Remini. Do you think Leah Remini? She's the one that blew the whistle. Do you really? Think... Yeah, she really did. Do you think that Adele Mazine could just be like a uh, like one of their phrases to activate? I mean, can you imagine? They must just have like a, a hallway with all the headshots. Like, dude, we got Travolta. We got <laughs> Tom Cruise. They must target people. They must be going after, you know, some of these people right now. The, the up and comers, right? That's what I'm saying. There's got to be like like additional. Yeah. They must just turn on Disney. Oh, I cannot wait to get like, my invite. Have you seen this bunked? <laughs> have you seen bunked? We got to get these. We got to we gotta talk to the cast of, uh, you can't do that on television. Targeted all the Nickelodeon kids back in the day. Watching the Mickey Mouse Club being like, we'll see you in 20, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, man, that was um, a heck of a uh, documentary. Anyway, I wanted to get into the, I talked about driving around. We did spend some time on the Pennsylvania Turnpike and it got my attention. I love that word, Turnpike. 
I had thought that turnpike was like specific to like the type of highway. Didn't know it just meant like a toll road. I was looking it up, a turnpike, a pike is like back in the day when they would block the road with like timber and then you pay a toll. Then they would like roll it back. Like, all right, it's free to pass. Move it, move the, move the pike, turn the pike and let them through. I've been doing it since like the 1790s. The first, the Pennsylvania turnpike was the first one. It was really just a toll road, Jim. And these toll roads, they're all over the country, but there are some states without. Do you know how many states, how many states would you guess have toll roads? Oh boy, I wouldn't even know where to start here. First of all, let me just say, I was on the uh, the Dallas turnpike today, actually. And I was kind of annoyed that there weren't, like I wasn't annoyed that there were no tolls, but I'm like, this doesn't feel like a turnpike. Oh, there's false advertisement. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't, maybe there are actually, I, I know I ran a few in the rental car, so maybe I shouldn't be, uh, <laughs> but I, I didn't think, I didn't feel like there were. You get a rental car and what do you do with the tolls? Cause sometimes you're like, oh shit, I forgot to even talk to them about tolls. <laughs> they should bring it up when you get there. Right. A lot of times they don't even like, yeah, I was in Canada one time it. when I was selling paper and I was going their transponder. They didn't have toll booths. They just had a transponder over the highway. And you just drove under it. And then I got like mailed a ticket. I didn't even know I was on the thing. That's unbelievable. Yeah, that's what happens. And you get charged. I get a bunch of envelopes from Avis that I never open. You start charging your back for them, trying to find you. Yeah, no, I, uh, this car, I didn't even think about it. And it's just like, all of a sudden I look up and there's just no transponder in there. There's nothing. So I just ran everything in Dallas. (laughs) And they've got like, they do like a pay by mail system here that's like it's and they add an extra fee if you want to like pay it by mail, which is amazing. I found the best way, which is just to not pay it at all. Just leave state, leave the state. <laughs> Never coming back here. Jim, don't mess with Texas. You're going to be in big trouble. Got- <laughs> You're going to be a hanging. Can you imagine? All the Brinleys, we all march to Texas to save Jim. What the hell's going on? Let him out. Dude, the, uh, uh, all right. So tolls, how many actually have tolls? How many States would you guess? I mean, I have a, this, this has not been completely fact checked here, but I was, I did a okay. quick, a quick research. I have 35 States, 35 States have tolls, Jim. Now we don't have tolls all around us, like in the Midwest, right? Michigan and no. Iowa, I don't think have them or maybe does Michigan, Wisconsin doesn't. Um, people get pissed Wisconsin when they come into Illinois. Michigan doesn't. Yeah. Never meet somebody and they're like, oh, coming down your tolls. I never even thought of it yeah. before. Bill Gorgo has a great joke where he's like, how do you think we feel? We pay the same two bucks and we end up in Wisconsin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we don't want to, we don't want to pay these tolls to come see you either. At least when you get here, you're in Chicago, you know? Um, yeah. I, and I think it's a lot of those wide open states. Like I picture like the Montanas of the world and like the, the states that like don't have a speed limit or, you know, the ones that a bear might eat you. I feel like those are the ones I would not feel good about paying a toll in like Wyoming. Yeah. They don't have them there either. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. It's just wide open. There's no laws out there. They have two senators for some reason <laughs> that represent, that represent 500 people, but you don't have to have a, uh, an, an easy pass in Wyoming. Do you know when the easy pass came out? Those transponders? You want could you throw a dart? And when do you think that technology I don't came know out? when. Because that is a great example of someone that we should honor, whoever invented the easy pass. 
whoever can we also really quick easier can we talk about that transition just now to get into the transponders that was well done patrick it's like hey oh. speaking of transponders that i just wedged in um that was perfect um, uh were we not speaking i'm gonna guess 19 no, it was great you wedged it in and then like used it as a transition it was beautifully done um i'm gonna guess 1978 1978 you think that there was something that you could just attach to the top of your window and whip around the tolls and we just never had them until later like when the technology was invented you didn't say i mean a lot of things are invented before no, when did the easy <laughs> when did it come out when did people start putting in their car we live this did you no one had that shit in the 80s this is during our lifetime this isn't like do you think illinois is going to be the first do you think illinois is going to be the first state to get it hmm. no definitely um, not and <laughs> illinois is not part of the most popular one the easy pass we have the ipass the easy pass the easy pass Correct. seems to be the one that and then you know what they call it down in florida sun pass yeah they have the sun pass yeah, so Easy see. Pass is VHS, right? I Pass is beta, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Sun Pass is Laserdisc. Easy Pass is VHS. Sun Pass might be might have a little more love than I Pass. Sun Pass might be beta. I Pass might be wow purple stuff, as uh, <laughs> and the other stuff is a Sunny D. Sunny D. <laughs> <laughs> um all right so i'm gonna go 2001 2001 you got the wrong century it was the 1900s it was the 1990s it was the middle of the 90s 1995 was, okay it was the year that the uh the easy pass came into our lives to no fanfare they said it was like they didn't just open the lane and people started going i remember like making fun of that thing like i'm not getting that like what? It's the best. <laughs> it's the best. I just still pulling up, throwing coins. Dude, I read this. The Connecticut Turnpike. This is interesting. They had one. They're like the only one that got rid of their tolls. They had tolls from 1958. And then in 80, the early 80s, 85, they pulled it because they took federal money, I think, for improvements. And there was a law that was like, you take this money, you got to get rid of your toll booths. So they're like the one, because, you know, when we would get on a toll road as a kid, usually the adults in the car would be like, this is a, this is, we're supposed to take these down once it was paid for. This is criminal. <laughs> what am I paying for to sit in traffic? No one wants to pay the tolls. Everyone's pissed about the tolls, right? Well, Connecticut Every family they, trip. Yeah, Connecticut, they did take them out. But this was very funny, dude. There was a time in the early 80s when the Connecticut toll road was working that the coins that they sold for their toll road or whatever they used, I guess, they worked. They were the same size and weight as the coins for the subway system in New York City, and they were cheaper. So people were buying them in Connecticut for like a third of the price and then using them on the uh the mta in new york city this right like awesome. <laughs> there used to be a, that remind me of the rumor that like neko wafers do you ever hear that oh yeah absolutely dude just throw some neck i never had the balls to do that <laughs> you ever throw some neko wafers in there <laughs> everyone's backed up now because you jammed it with some shitty food products 
I thought it was certs. I thought they said certs. <laughs> I'm sorry. I jammed it up. He's throwing that. Buy 50 cents with a Necco wafers to put 15 cents in a toll. You idiot. It's, <laughs> it's Necco wafers, not gummy worms. You just threw a bunch of gummy worms in that basket. Well, the tolls, a controversial thing in the, in the, the U.S. of A., but they're all over. Most states have them. That was the, uh, the thought I had because the turnpikes have their own culture, Jim. You get on there in Ohio and in Pennsylvania, there's not even a lot of exits with towns. Mm-hmm. There's just travel plazas and you pull over and it has its own culture, its own. You got the trucks, the it's got its own legal system, Jim. If you're <laughs> murdered on a turnpike, you have to be buried within 12 hours. That's why sometimes you go in those travel, but you'll see they'll be having a funeral at Gloria Jean's. <laughs> getting ready to inter someone that didn't make it through the turnpike i love that word for some reason i'm sorry i'm obsessed with the word term, turnpike he's part of the turnpike now <laughs> do you ever go on it the is. ohio turnpike through toledo as a comedian because you're like you know yeah because when you go through a club you're always thinking of or a city you're always thinking about the comedy clubs and toledo Absolutely. Toledo, to back up for a minute, when you first start working out of Chicago and you get booked in Toledo, that's a great feeling. You're like, I'm going somewhere. I'm going to another city. Yeah. I'm going to. And then they had that comedy club, Connections Comedy Club. You drive through Toledo like, yeah, they got a comedy club here in Toledo. And it's right on the turnpike. It's like the only building you see. (laughs) You remember that? Yeah, I didn't work the room, but yes, I'm familiar. Yeah, well, that says a lot about how great the club was. It was right on a turnpike. I remember <laughs> telling my Where buddy nothing from else is on the turnpike. Exactly. Telling my friend from Toledo that I was working connections, and I remember him not being impressed. But I was, <laughs> I was very excited. It is one of those cities that is just known to be the joke of shitty midwestern cities. Toledo. But you're right. To a Chicago comic man. Working connections? Oh, Toledo or Lansing? Toledo. That's the good one. Wow. <laughs> we never we didn't say that when we were saying uh, clean sayings last week or two weeks ago. Holy Toledo. Where does that <laughs> even come from? That's a great. Do we know the history of Holy Toledo? I mean, if you were from Toledo, would you be annoyed by that? Or because I if people were running around saying holy Chicago, not that that works. <laughs> Holy Naperville, that works. Holy Naperville, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Holy Naperville. I'm going to start saying that on the podcast. That's going to go into the Brimley Glossary. <laughs> Holy Naperville. Holy Naperville. <laughs> like, what the Milwaukee? What the <laughs> What in Stonewall, Ray Hubbard, Texas <laughs> is this? Go jump in a Ray Hubbard. <laughs> This son of a Bloomington. I wish you would take a walk off a short pier into a Ray Hubbard. (laughs) Does he want me to become a Scientologist? (laughs) So you're in Texas and you're bouncing around. Um, What else did you have going on this week? Yeah, no, I was in Houston for starters. And then uh, college station to the Dallas area. I, uh, I, dude, you would love, I mean, you've got to love Texas, just all the history, all the presidents, every, I mean, we've yeah. got like a couple of things, right? We have like a, a pretty good claim to Lincoln, some decent Reagan stuff. 
a house he slept in. You paid 12 bucks to go into, I'm sure, at some point out in Dixon. Um, but Texas has like Definitely. <laughs> everywhere you turn, it's like there's presidential stuff out here, right? Like they have as many presidents from one family as we have ties to as a whole. Yeah, I wonder about that, though. I kind of take issue. Are the Bushes really Texans? They're they're from the Northeast, right? And then they moved down there and adopted it. But the first Bush was a Yale guy, right? He wasn't really. Yeah. Was he a Texan? Maybe he was. Where's Lincoln from again? Maybe he had oil money. Oil, oil money. Oil, oil money. Yeah, oil. true, true. Lincoln adopted Illinois. All right. Don't start a fight, Jim. I'm your partner. I'm not all Most of these Texas people here. we're arguing about are dead. <laughs> We can't be talking like this on the during the feast of the Immaculate Conception. Oh yeah. Happy feast of the IC, homie. I know. I mean, I want to isolate our Jewish uh, listeners that we earlier were giving high praise to for their holidays. I have to go Catholic for a minute. It is the feast of the Immaculate Conception which is when Mary was conceived, not when Jesus was conceived, right? It's when Mary was conceived, I believe. And it's not when Franco Harris made that catch. Because I tell you what, dude, when I landed in Pittsburgh, I was coming down the escalator. They have uh-huh. a statue of Franco Harris catching that ball. And then right next to it is George Washington. And he's like in his garb from when he was like stationed in Pennsylvania during the Valley Forge days, like, and I looked at it and I'm like, this is our podcast right here. Franco Harris and George Washington. Like, this is what we're going to talk about next week. This is like, I feel like I'm looking at an episode description. The way they're, they're literally, they share a platform. They're right next to each other. I'm going to, we'll post a picture on the uh, Instagram about it. I have a video of it. I was in uh, Home Goods over the weekend. Are you familiar with the Home Goods? Oh, Jim, I'm a married man. Like often TJ wonders Max, where his money is. It's like TJ Maxx, but for your house. And it's like, <laughs> it is <laughs> what it is, right? And they own it, I think. Um, first of all, it's like the stuff that's in season is weird. Cause I was like, oh, they have, I need a new planner and they have 2022 planners. And I was like, really already? But then like I picked one up and they've all got like really weird sayings on the front. Like one of them was like, God, glory, and granola. And I'm like, okay, well, not <laughs> that is a plan. <laughs> like, of course, not going to have a regular planner yet. You know what I mean? They're still for sale in regular stores. You know, That's my 3G network. <laughs> Did you write it? It's amazing. Dude, um, what? Hang but, on one second. How did you, what compelled you to go to Home Goods? I needed, I was looking for some stuff. I need most of a pillow. <laughs> I don't know. Wait a minute. You needed what? <laughs> I was kidding. Like most of a pillow. <laughs> Were you looking for holiday stuff? It's all like it's all like irregular, you know. <laughs> I needed a new kitchen garbage can. I needed to, I needed to change out a few things. You'll see the upgrades <laughs> next time you come through. We've we've updated some firmware since we've you been over. Um, Were you by yourself or was this a date? I was were solo. You, you were. Great oh. question. I was solo. Did you FaceTime anyone um, from the store and say, what do you think? Do you think this would look no. good? No. No? you encouraged? pictures. Were you encouraged? Did you ever, did you confide in anyone? Like, I need a, this and that. And they said, you should check out Home Goods. I'm just surprised that that popped up in your head on your own. No, I'm, I'm a pretty frequent visitor. I, oh, I mean, really? not like, like, 
when I go on these runs of like doing stuff to my place, it's like, hmm, how do I get it for less? You know what I mean? How do I, <laughs> how do I get three quarters of a mirror? You know, like stuff like I want, I want to not pay full price. But I saw a really weird thing there, not in the same vein as Franco Harris and George Washington, but kind of similar. They had, uh, I'll text you this picture. They had an autographed framed jersey of Pele with a picture and a certificate of authenticity. Come on. And like in home goods. In home goods. And it was like marked down from $599 to like $349 because the frame was all busted. Which doesn't matter, right? Because you're going to break it out. You're going to take that thing out and wear it. (laughs) I'm like, can you tell me what size this is? Um, I'd like to try this on, but it's behind glass. (laughs) Can I get a manager to open the rest of this? Point the broken part and be like, it looks like someone already started. (laughs) You had it flipped over and you're, you're lifting up those little things on the back that clap it down. Just about to pop it open. <laughs> it's like they knew you were coming and they just whipped it out. Was it around like other memorabilia? No, it was like in with a bunch of paintings, some of which were not completed. Like it was very, you know, it's all off kilter stuff, right? Not all of it, but a lot of it's just last of, of something or slightly irregular. So it was just a, because of the busted frame, but everything else was like a, an $18 watercolor. You know what I mean? And then you just have this, and it was like certified, it was very authentic. And this is like the greatest soccer player of all time. This is like walking through there and just seeing like a Michael Jordan jersey, just autographed, you know what I mean? And like the middle. I do, but I'm wondering like, (laughs) you're like, it's obviously super authentic, but is it? Like who, who authenticates just the fact that it's there is gonna make me skeptical, right? Where you, might be and again it's a, the eyeball sniff test it also could just be a great find right did you consider buying yeah it? i did I, I actually checked the price of the jersey on ebay and it was around 325 just for the jersey and it was like you know what if this was like under that it'd be a a, a steal right to get it just replace the frame you still have the matting there was like a picture there was like a certificate from the authenticator which is like the biggest but it was just it was just too much yeah. and also doesn't that ruin the story? If you're like, oh, that's a really cool signed Tom Brady jersey you got there. Where'd you get it? Oh, I got it at Home Goods. <laughs> yeah, I went there for like a, a new ladle, and uh, I just left with this, left with this Tom Brady jersey. I never even got the ladle. <laughs> dude, this is insane. Wayne Gretzky signed stick. Sick, dude. Where'd you get this? Yeah. Crate and Barrel. I was just over at Crate and Barrel the other day. Yeah. It's picking up some Gretzky stuff. You got to get over there. You could just make like uh, make it up where you got it, right? I guess so. I mean, not anymore. It's on, it's, it's on full blast. <laughs> we all know about it now. Did it ever bother you that Pele just went by Pele? Like, what's his real name? You know? That was it. And how come it's only 300 bucks? It's Pele. Wasn't he like, I mean, is it because he only has four letters? Maybe it would be a, <laughs> his autograph would be worth more. If you, it's like, dude, we don't even know your last name. It's not even your name. It's 75 bucks. <laughs> it's 75 bucks a letter. You're right. Diego Maradona, very expensive. <laughs> All right here. I just pulled up his name. 
is Edson Arantes do Nascimento. Dude, wow. Pele's not even I'm in looking there. at that, too. He's no. known, known as Pele. How about that? <laughs> There's like 12 names known as Pele. The world, the world was not ready to embrace Edson Arantes do Nascimento. So we're like, dude, you're really good at this, but we're going to call you Pele. And the one day your jersey is going to be on sale at uh rest at uh what's the hardware not restoration hardware that's like what's the other hardware at a true value at a yeah at an ace is pele still alive yes he is he was born in 1940 so he's he's 80 81 years old somewhere in there depending on when he was born um and i'm sure that's why it wasn't super expensive i'm sure they're still getting him to sign those four letters or close to it pretty often you know what i mean for sure I remember Pele coming into my um, awareness because he would be the name that people would bring up as Michael Jordan was becoming like the biggest thing in the world. They'd be like, eh, well, yeah. it's not as big as Pele. Pele still, he had not eclipsed him yet. At that time, <laughs> we didn't really fully understand the reach of soccer, right? Yeah. But Pele was the king of You're- the beautiful game. Your one friend who watched BBC had to tell you why uh, Pele was bigger. And they'd be like, well, Jordan's big here, but Pele, he's popular everywhere. Yeah, I had no appreciation for that. I wish you had bought the jersey. Do you think there's any chance it's, it's still there a week later when I get home? Not after this episode comes out. If you buy the Pele jersey, please post it. Which, which home goods was it at, Jim? at the home goods next to the Naperville rack, next to the Naperville uh, Nordstrom rack. I feel like, I feel like you and your boys are going to get banged up and be out there camping out (laughs) for it in just a few days. That is the funniest callback in the history of this show. Oh, I don't think, I don't think so. I don't think so. So anyway, that was my week. I was bouncing around Buffalo, Pittsburgh at a stop in Philly. Didn't do a show there. We were up in, uh, Wilkes Bear to Rochester, New York as well. Saw some people in Rochester. I had a nice week, but I hope you did too. Uh, do we have any Brimley banter to go over on this? Yeah. Pearl Harbor day. I'm just seeing that in our notes here. It's Pearl Harbor day. We shout out to that letter writing day too, Jim. You should write someone a letter. <laughs> Would you write a letter? If you had to Tell write them that it's a letter. If I could write anyone a letter. Oh, if you had to write someone a letter. <laughs> if I was forced to. <laughs> I wouldn't want it to be someone I enjoyed if I was forced to write it, right? I feel like that's a thing that we should get back to doing every now and then. Write a letter. Right? Why not? Right? I couldn't tell you the last time I wrote one. I feel like you would be a letter writer. I mean, I, I, you write thank you notes sometimes, right? Yeah, on occasion. Certainly not as often as I should. Well, those have gone away too, right? Things. Now that you could just text someone or shoot them an email, like a handwritten letter. Yeah, it's been a while, right? Yeah, wouldn't even, I mean, high school, passing notes, college. As a single man, Jim, that letter writing tool, you might want to put that in your bag. A lot of people might respond to that, write them a little letter. Dear lady, I was just at Home Goods. Why am I going by myself? You could be with me. You ever try and mail anything around the holidays, Patrick? She'd get it like 27 days later. You don't know what's going to happen to that mail. No, it just has to be. You don't know if you're still going to be dating the same person. Yeah, try and send someone a letter now in the mix of all the holiday cards and all that crap. You'll never get anything back. Calls you and she's like, we broke up two weeks ago. 
<laughs> what is all this? When did you write that? I sent that letter before. I sent that. Was it rock? Look at the postmark. Babe, look at the postmark. <laughs> My feelings have changed. <laughs> Unsend. Unsend. <laughs> We did have a, a couple comments this week on the Brindley Banner. I had, I had some people reach out and uh, said they listened to the podcast, which was great to hear. I uh, got a comment from Colleen on our IG post. Always look forward to a new episode every week. Thanks for entertaining me all year, boys. You're welcome, Colleen. Colleen, thank you for that comment. And also, there was a picture with it uh, from Colleen's, I believe her Spotify wrapped, top podcast listened to in 2021 was all over the place. You listen to 58 episodes for a total of 5,016 minutes. That's awesome. Thank you very much. That's beautiful. Love those stats. Yeah. The rest of you need to start keeping up. They sure do. And we're going to be dropping them throughout the holiday season. I don't know. We might take a break at the week after Christmas, correct? Yes, definitely. Jim, because we're remote and because we're having some audio issues, Maybe we'll keep it a little bit tighter here in the 108, 109, 109. 109 it is. Is that a street in Chicago? Is there 109th? I was wondering about that. Is that one of the ones they skip? No, no, that's that's definitely a street. They don't skip any once they get rolling. Oh, really? It's it's all the numbers, Jim, until they run out, <laughs> until they run out of real estate. Got it. I also I got a was- picture of, of the water tower in Elsip, just the bottom of the water tower. And a very funny comment with the water tower in the background. There was something going on. And they're like, here's a picture. They showed the base, but everyone knows you need the tip. I mean, the top. Nice little reference there from Joe. All right, Joe. Creative brim. Love it. (laughs) Joe. So always looking for the the Brimley interaction online. Actually, I have another uh, piece of Brimley banter as well from uh, my buddy Dan. Uh, our buddy Dan who listens to the show. Um, I like this a lot. This was cool. He reached out to tell me that uh, Bobby Hitz was a professional boxer who was actually pretty well-renowned and fought George Foreman at one point. Dude, I looked him up after the episode and was embarrassed and hope- hoping <laughs> that he did not hear it and will not <laughs> beat the shit out of me when I meet him. I recognized his face immediately when I looked him up. I was like, oh, man, I've seen that guy. I think I've actually met that guy or seen him around. And um, I hope he does not listen. I hope he is not a Brimley. Um, but we could make him an honorary one and move forward from this moment on. I love Bobby Hits. Bring him on. Let's put him on. Let's put, 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 putting on the hits. Remember that show? We're going to be putting on the hits. Do you remember that? That was like a lip syncing show. <laughs> And yeah. it was ahead of its time because it sucked. Very much so. And we got rid of it. But then it came back. And that's all. Every show is now putting on the hits. Absolutely. I think so, Danny Terrio was the original host. And then they brought it back with some blonde dude. Do you remember Danny Terrio? It's like dancing. I do remember Danny Terrio. It was on from 84 to 88. Amateur acts lip syncing to popular songs. And it was. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that. And the uh, show's title is a reference to Irving Berlin's 1929 song and the 1983 cover, Putting on the Ritz. Do you remember that song? Of course, Dick Clark was involved in this. Um, I don't know why we're talking about this show. It sucked. (laughs) Uh, Well, yeah, Bobby Hitz was a professional boxer, fought George Foreman, also was a total psycho 
who almost got into a fight with one of Dan's buddies at Soldier Field during a Bears game, chased his buddy up and down the escalators at the Cadillac Club. <laughs> Wait a minute. Jim, now you're, now you're slandering this guy on the podcast. I know. I just, I just extended I an olive branch. I, I just reached out. This has never been corroborated. Oh. Wait, but now, I'm, now I'm, am I doubting a Brimley? No, I can't doubt it. No, you're right. You can't do that. And we should say allegedly. Allegedly. But if it's on the podcast, it's usually straight dope. So You know that. However, okay, now there's the other part of Dan's message. Also, the hotel that OJ stayed in O'Hare after killing his wife is actually the Holiday Inn in Chicago. The O'Hare Plaza became the Holiday Inn at the southeast corner of Cumberland and I-90. Okay. So that's technically Chicago? Yes. Okay. I got you. Okay. I thought maybe. So that now are we back it. on. But it's. Now right are we there. back on Bobby Hitz's side? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's Chicago because some guy was like, this is Chicago, but it's kind of Rosemont-ish. I can picture the hotel. It's right by the. Um, yeah. It's right on the exit there. Okay. Yeah. All right. I stand corrected. Is that what these, that's what this Brimley banner is going to become? <laughs> Stat boy. I mean, he didn't just say that though. That was like the afterthought after a very good Bobby Hitz story. <laughs> I know. I love like, it. Like you're allowed to correct us only after premium content like that. Well done, Dan. That's how you do it. Please read the um, the story again about the Cadillac Club. He, he was chasing <laughs> someone up and down the escalator. It's amazing. I didn't read it word for word because it kind of I cut it up a little bit, but. Uh, <laughs> he did say, give me more info on the story. Is anybody able to connect with them? <laughs> um, if you're being chased and you get on an escalator, you are taking that chase seriously. Up and down the escalators at the cattle. That's a thing. Bobby Hitz was a professional boxer who, who one of my buddies almost got into a fight with at Soldier Field during a Bears game. He was a heavyweight of some renown who actually fought George Foreman. Guy was a total psycho. Chased my buddy up and down the escalators at the Cadillac Club. That's so great. Oh, man. <laughs> you ever see that uh, on Twitter? They'll show, like, somebody when they're running to, like, go check the news when they hear about something. And it's always some guy, uh-huh. like, flying down the escalator. <laughs> running back. Papers flying everywhere around yeah. him. <laughs> Past people going up the side on the... On the uh, the hand thing, the railing. <laughs> so thank you very much to all of our Brimleys. Yes, thank you a ton for reaching out and uh, love that story. We're gonna have to get Bobby on here see if you can see if you can uh, address that. We'll have him <laughs> on virtual. Chase us up some escalators. Yeah, please. We're not. That'll be great. All right. So I know we both got a lot of stuff going on this week. Um, Looking forward to being back with uh, Sebastian. And uh, what do you got going on? Yeah, I'm local this week. Um, just got a couple of local shows. Got a lot of corporate stuff this week. It's the holiday party season. You know what that's like. Yeah, man. Enjoy it. That's great. Rake it in. Go to Home Goods and buy some memorabilia. <laughs> might give me a Tiger Woods golf ball. You go into your baseball card shop and they have some floor lamps and a futon. Like, what the hell is this? They're like, it's 70% off retail. That's what it is. We'll tell you what it is, Jim. It's the algorithm coming into real life. Oh my God. Now we see you coming when you're in the parking lot. Then we go in the back. 
we get everything you like. <laughs> we put it in your wake. Well, that's good, man. I, um, I'm glad we were able to connect. I obviously love it more when we're in person. I hope we were able to do that again very soon. In the meantime, yeah. let's get some more Brimley interaction. Let's all stay in touch. Let's all have a wonderful week. Thank you, everybody. All right, man. Be well. You too, man. Take care.